you think that you're like, oh, this oh, is sweet. Shit. I got thirty five free dollars, right? All right, two a things. Bat? What one? Yeah, a bat. Yeah, a bat just flew by. I, I don't. I haven't seen a bat in so fucking long. I get them rarely around here, but not. not. They're they're not common here. Was it big um, or was it a little and, tiny and guy? It, it was a small. It's about palm size. All right. But Did um, I talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> Did it say Martha? I would have gone um, immediately to the old timey uh, Adam West Batman. Um, what? Uh, and then also think about it. And then also think about it. All right, so welcome back to Laughter the Club. Right now, it's me, Jeff. I'm Jeff, me, and uh, Lou's here. And we'll see hey, if anybody I'm else Lou. goes. And I'm Lou. <laughs> uh, and and we, we used to have a podcast that was amazing. So if you guys don't know, you should check out Jeff and Lou have a podcast. We're still out there. Evergreen. Some of the old episodes. Really yeah. evergreen episodes. That, you uh, know. There's, you know, Sarah Spain came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Charlie, old man Charlie, old money Charlie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had Mikey A. We had uh, Jer Bear. We had the Cambros. Cambros. Izzy. 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 You know, there was some Steve. bangers in there. There's some, yeah, there's some good ones. Steve oh, came on. Wait, is Jeanette jumping in from traffic? This seems dangerous. Hi, Jeanette. Are you walking around UCLA? Yes. I think my audio is going to be horrible. Uh, you sound pretty good, actually. It's not bad. Oh. Who else is here? Uh, just me and Lou. We were just talking Woo! about how we used to have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I'm just waiting on my child to take him home for the weekend. Well, what's he like two weeks in now? Yeah. Very exciting. A lot of youths around me. I don't like it. <laughs> you are on a college campus. Yeah, I don't like it. Like they're like half, just, they're half my age. That's why. Just just buy a, a thirty pack of Keystones, and then you'll become everybody's best friend. I don't want that either. Why not? <laughs> um, I am uncomfortable with the youths of America and the olds and the middles. It's just really everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just leave me alone. Everyone stay away. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, lockdown was so good. Just like not having to deal with people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now you got to go out there. And you got to see things. And it's not pleasant. Oh, shit. All right. So I have to tell you guys, I have three dogs here tonight instead of my normal two. So if it gets loud and I randomly mute myself, that would be why. So no one goes deaf. Okay. What this my fucking brother's dog cannot figure out how to go out the dog door, but every once in a while she manages to get out, but then won't come back in, and then it's just out there barking for hours if I'm not here. Mm. Dumbass, goddamn dumbass. Anyway, <laughs> um, so so, uh, Jeanette, you had a a lopic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so 
we had a lot of what was it like Wednesday show they were talking about cocaine or something and Tony made the comment that crack is back so guys is crack back I'm unaware um well so like legally do we need to throw something out there to like protect ourselves or is there a different kind of crack that is back like plumber's crack crack. yeah well Uh, cracks in the street crack in the foundation i have all of those things here particularly the foundation my house is a piece of crap but uh I, I can tell you, like, going through some parts of downtown Denver last weekend, I don't know if crack ever went away, but it's definitely back or still there. As um, Stu would say, uh, it's booming. The business is booming. Yeah. The sales are through the roof. <laughs> 2022, hey, huge year. Best, best year ever. Best year ever. Look it up, buddy. Yeah, according to the DEA. <laughs> uh, well, um. Go ahead. Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know what crack is. I I mean, not that I have experience with crack. I know it's, I remember, I remember in the health book, it was something where they would tell you that it was like cocaine mixed with like baking soda. Yeah, something like that. Maybe some like, uh, you know, various other sketchy shit to cut it up. Who knows? I don't know. We're no drug experts. Well, sure. I guess it depends. Um, right. So, um, just because I don't didn't bring a lopic, I am going to tell the story about my idiot buddy from last weekend. The one that almost burned the place down. Yeah, yeah. So, before we went, I remember if you remember, I sent you guys the place we were staying at. We weren't really quite sure what the hell was going on, and we did end up renting a Butler Academy. Um, we Airbnb'd a, an entire Butler Academy. The people who own it left and went to a hotel down the street or something like that. And it was built in 1901. And it was three stories tall. None of the windows opened because they'd been painted over so many times. They had like a fan, like fancy, like actual silverware set up and everything. It was the weirdest fucking place I've ever been. But yeah, so I can't remember if it was the first or second night we were there. But my buddy got back a little bit later than everybody else from the bars or whatever. And he couldn't get in the house and everybody's asleep. So he jumps the fence into the backyard and he's just going to sleep on this patio furniture. But then he decided he was cold. So he was going to light this huge wood burning pizza oven that was in the backyard. And, um, you know, the way a pizza oven works, a wood burning pizza oven is you put the wood inside the oven at the back, right? And this one had a big storage area underneath it that had like maybe 30 logs or so stacked up in there. And he decided that the way you turn the pizza, oh, and there's also a propane line running down there. And he decided the way you turn the pizza oven on was to light all of the wood underneath it. Um, Which is like, you know, first off, like if you're trying to make a fire to warm yourself, when have you ever lit 30 logs at a time? Isn't that gonna be an issue? But so he couldn't figure out, I mean, that's a not that hard of, or not that easy of a thing to get going with like, you know, especially like late at night when it's cold, it's kind of damp. Motherfucker took a cardboard box that had been full of Modellos and ripped it up into little tiny bits and made kindling (laughs) and found a lighter that got left out there and got it going. And yeah, 
uh, he tried the next morning to put it out and apparently he didn't put it out all the way and then we all went golfing except for him oddly because he just didn't golf and we found out like a few hours later that the god damn it pepper <laughs> a few hours later basically he hadn't got the embers out and the whole fucking pizza oven there was flames coming up over the top of the thing and the only way we found out was because the neighbors called the owners who then called my buddy who rented the place on the golf course who then called my idiot buddy who had started the fire back uh at the house and i guess the owner showed up and my buddy's downstairs in his stupid little three inch inseam shorts he had kept insisting on wearing <laughs> and no shirt and no shoes just with a hose trying to put this damn thing out. And that's what the owners walked into. Yeah. And that ended up, there was negotiations and threats of a police report and all this business and ended up costing him like $6,500. Really? Yep. Because of the pizza oven? Uh-huh. What type of pizza oven was it? It was Strata? like, what? <laughs> uh... It's not a strata. There's like was there there's a there's a really famous Italian oven. Oh. And it's like it's got it's got like little tile on the outside. It's not a strata. I think I'm I, that's the violin strata. What is it? Strata various is the violin, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm... Maybe that was one of like the what he got for kindling too. Yeah, there was probably <laughs> one in there. Uh no, it was like a big built-in thing. The thing was huge. It was like 10 feet around. Oh, yeah, and it, it it had been there for many many years apparently, and he just scorched the old motherfucker. So yeah, that was my story from the uh, bachelor party. Worth a good tee. Hey, I'm finding it now. It's <laughs> it's like a dog with a bone on this one. Yeah, I'm on it. I don't yeah, know. So... I wa- I watched. There's there's a uh, there's a, a show. I watch a pizza show on Vice. And they always talk about this one special oven. So it's it's like the pizza ovens of pizza ovens that some Italian <laughs> dude made. It's like the Ferrari of pizza ovens. Ooh. Love a good pizza oven. Fix it again, Tony. <laughs> I have I have a lobby. Since... Today, Gribble reference. Um, go ahead. <laughs> well, since I haven't been on forever. But I, I've, 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 uh, and since recently they've been talking about change on the show, I believe I have solved the change crisis. I figured out how this, what to do with change, right? right. How to get rid Ooh. of it and how to make it accessible and how to make it work for everybody, right? So mm. it's kind of going to have to be a local thing. It's going to have to be a local thing to places that you, you, you go to often enough but so like so what happened so like there's a it's a place it's called a hop and shop it's a little bodega type place in my area where i go up and buy beer and you know snack foods so i'll go up and i'll pay with cash i'll pay a five dollar bill and i'll get like 75 cents back and i was thinking like man like what if instead of just giving me the 75 cents back so like you could just put that on my tab right and it builds up so all of a sudden like the next time i come in it's another 10 cents don't give me the change. Now I'm at 85 cents. And then I come back in and then, well, it's 15 cents. Now I'm at a dollar. I keep coming in all of a sudden, like, you know, I go back and I like my tab, like, Oh, you, you have, you've acquired, you know, $10 and change over the past six months. So when I go to pay, it's like, well, you're, I have the credit. So now you don't have to worry about change. 
your store doesn't have to worry about change. And it's just like this kind of like, like, you know, a, a ledger of what you've accumulated that they don't have to worry about change with cash for cash purchases. Then you don't have to worry about it. That'd be cool. Cause you walk in and like, Oh, I'm going to grab a case of beer. And it's like, cool. It's like $2. Cause you know. So my only pushback here would be like, I feel like the purpose of the currency is to do that itself so like why the hell is the store gonna be like yeah i'll just keep track of this for you no they're just gonna be like no you just fucking keep track of it here because these, they don't want because because they don't want to they don't want to have to because it's a way of getting rid of coins but still having coins hmm. it's like okay. jeff it's like it's like a waterbed but with no <laughs> ways <laughs> So why don't why don't we just advocate for instead of having coins, making transitioning them to paper? So making a penny bill, a five cent bill, a twenty-five cent bill. We already have a dollar bill, so Sayonara Sacagawea and JFK. And yeah, let's just throw out like random denominations that we want to see in our money, like a fifteen dollar bill. Or, that's, um, but now, now you're adding currency. You're adding more things that I have to shove into my wallet. So, and now, like I have but, my one, I lighter, have my five, my ten, and twenty, things. and fifteen hundred. Right? I have six. They're six lighter bills. things. What about, lighter what things. about the trees, though? It's made out of cloth, isn't it? It's not actually like paper. Paper. It's what about the like cloth trees? Cotton. I don't know. Cloth. Trees. <laughs> well, someone think of like. Like in Mexico, they have some of the, like, like they have a 10, it's a 10 peso coin and they also have it in bill form. So in some countries they have it both ways. So I don't know. I, I would just think if your complaint is you don't like carrying a change purse because it's heavy and the noise, it's like, why don't we transition it to bills? Or just a debit card. No, but see, you guys don't understand. This is like a local thing. This is like something that, like, Jeff, this would be okay. like if you had to pay cash at your dispensary and for some reason that <laughs> something was 59 cents, right? So now you every time you go and you have 41 cents that you have to keep putting in your pocket, right? So now, like, you've built a relationship with this place. And so every time you go in, you've got a 49 cents on your tab, and it keeps building up to 82 cents, and then it keeps going. And then, like, they don't have to worry about the cents. They know, like, right? It's like a, it's in a weird, the weird space, like NFT. It's in the NFT space. We get rid of change. It's there. No. You're paying for it, <laughs> but it exists only in the atmosphere of the shop. And then you go in, and then something that costs ten dollars, you have your forty-one cents that have built up of NFTs, and now you get a free six-pack. Right, and they don't have to dispense a change, and you don't have to okay. carry around a pocket. You, you, and and no, stop, stop. Because all of us, like for I've been paying, I I, I randomly got some rewards from like the business, and so I have like all this cash, and I've just been buying things with cash just because it's I have it, and so I have like I have Lou so has money. much. I have so much. I have so much change. It's ridiculous how much change I have. But and so now it's just like a thing. So now I have to go through and I have to count. Okay, well, that's you know I have twenty quarters, 
So I'm going to go take 20 quarters and we're going to buy a, a donut stick and an energy $5. drink at the, hop, at the hop and shop. And I was like, well, it'd be really awesome if I didn't have to like have a pocket full of 20 quarters. Right. You know, it's the place that and it, it, this only works like it has to work for like it's a local establishment that you have a rapport with. Right. And so like we can just just get rid of it. Like we can get rid of change on the local level. We don't have to worry about the federal government. We don't have to have the government sticking their nose in our pockets, taking our change and making us use change. And we can just have it on a bill and no one has to worry about it. And then, you know what? I solve the change crisis. Can I have a question. So you're saying it has to be a business. You have an established rapport. So you have, um, the Lauer after hours shop. So like after how many purchases would I be entitled to a credit towards a future purchase? Well, do you pay in cash? No, you don't take cash on the, on the site. Well, that's why, that's why this only works for local sandwiches to take cash. This is a cash only transaction business. You know what? You had me. What if uh, I what if I mail you all of my change? Will you like because the change I don't want in my house. If I mail it to you, will you keep it for me? And um, then at a later date, I'll ask you for it back in bill form. I'm not a business, Jeanette. Yes, you are. I'm I'm a person. I'm a human being. We should all just we should all just mail Witty a bunch of change. Just put him in put in envelopes and just send him pounds and pounds of change. No, 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 no you know how we wanted those letters of complaint yeah so it's gonna cost a lot and you probably won't be able to do it to the mail but get like a cardboard poster board and then you glue on like pennies and it's like you suck witty and that's what you mail the show but like in pennies and in change Mm, well i mean so i mean i i mean i have i my, the business uses ship station. I'm just so an I, idea I, person. I can get like <laughs> I'm not I a small very, business. <laughs> I can get very cheap rates. Honestly, what I wanted to do before my printer died was to send a tweet that the witty print it out and then just mail it to him and just randomly come up with a hundred random things and just like I just want to I want to mail him so many things where it's ridiculous and it's all going to be signed some listener. Hey guys, I won't, I won't Look at fuckers. Who's Hi, this? Aaron. Why the oh. fuck do you don't have a shirt on? Um, he's Lou. When do I not have a shirt on? You mean when do you have a shirt? Oh, never. Whatever. What's yeah. going on, Aaron? Oh, you know, just living life. Oh yeah. Aaron, Aaron, I solved. I I solved the change crisis. Oh, for the love of the God! What crisis? Go the ahead. change, change crisis. I didn't know that was a crisis. Yeah, but you, you know, you go everywhere and like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have enough change to give back to you if you pay cash, right? I, I don't really pay in cash. That's not really a okay. thing I do. Well, there are some of us that still like to have cash. We like cash. Cash is king. Listen, Dave Ramsey, cash is king. So Dave Ramsey's oh bullshit. <laughs> uh, cash is king. So what Dave I propose to. Shit. I'm more well, of a Suze Orman guy. Aaron, you're full of shit. She's kind of Dave Ramsey. Yeah, Dave I was Ramsey joking. I hate her. You shouldn't, 
Dave Ramsey preaches that you shouldn't have whole life policies on your life insurance and has like five himself. Well, you know what, Aaron? I'm not Dave Ramsey, but I think you like <laughs> Aaron. Aaron, I actually think you'll like this idea, right? Aaron, do you have do you have a local establishment that you go to a lot? Gas station sushi. Free- we are. Yeah. it's perfect. I don't live in Memphis anymore. I don't do that. Okay. Yeah, well, but- do you have? Is there a place that you go to that you've built a rapport? Like they kind, you know, you might not like be on a first name basis, but like you walk in and they like, oh hey, like they know you, right? You go there yeah, a lot. Most you of the places there. that I frequent, right? Yes. So let, let so let's say Aaron, you've come into a lot of cash. And you're like, hey, like, you know, I'm just going to start buying things in cash. And you go in like, you know, it's, it's 1535. So I'm going to give you the, you know, I got a 20. Here's a 20. And they're going to give you back, you know, you got 65 cents worth of change, right? So now you mm-hmm. put the 65 cents in your pocket and go home. And the next day you go back and then, you know, you pay for something cash again. And you, know, you got another 55 cents. And you take that 50 cents and you're just jumping all that 55 cents into change. And then eventually you got like $15 worth of change. And you're like, well, what am I going to do with this? You got to pull it out. You either got to go to Kroger and you throw in the thing or you just count it out. And then you have to go to back to the store that you've been going to paying cash with and give it to them. Like, Hey, I got all this coins here. Let me buy a soda. Right. So the establishment, you guys work out a system, right? So where now when you pay the 20, they give you back the $4 instead of the 65 cents going to your pocket, they just create a credit for you. They add it to your tab the tab and so eventually you go back like and a now, reverse tab right and so like it's like hey aaron like you got 15 dollars worth of credit and you go in and like cool man i'm gonna get a six pack and you get a six pack you don't have to pay anything and you walk back change hmm. crisis averted this is the fourth time he's explained it was it better than first three it, it's a great idea aaron you like it you love it if you pay with cash Okay, Aaron. Ten years ago, I mean, I'm not. This... I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. If I'm not gonna lie, it's not the worst idea I've ever heard in the world. I don't. I mean, God I feel like it. it would be easily manipulated, but nonetheless, if in a perfect world, it'd be a cool idea. Well, no, Son of a so bitch. Like my, my my idea is like this, like this. This this is a local. Is this would be like a local thing? Like we don't have to. Like like I said earlier, we don't need the government coming into your pocket, giving you change, and making you keep Fuck all this yeah. change that you don't need, right? We got to get the government out. Keep the government right? out of my fucking Keep pocket. the government That's out. Right. right? Fuck that change. We don't need change. We'll just work with the local establishments. Like, hey, look, here you go. Here, Aaron, you know, write it down. Like, cool. It's easy. So, okay, let me ask you this. What happens when somebody that's not a regular customer comes in and needs, like, a shit ton of change? Well, this is why it's a local thing. This is, like, this is, a, like, you know, we, we're, we go back to good old days, the handshake, right? You got to know the person. If I don't know so the person, can they just not? Can they just not buy things from there if they're not from there? And then they can buy things, but like I'm going to give you the change if I don't know you. It's like oh, this is like a thing, okay. like right? There's like a minimum of 10, 10 visits. Oh, okay. Right? If I don't right, know I, you, I just see a flaw in this discrimination. Why? It's because you're going to discriminate against non-locals, and that's going to run you into some problems. This has nothing to do with locals. I don't know. I think actually you would rather have the locals be loyal than non-locals because then they're going to make a point to make sure they go to your store. Yep. It it might not work in a bigger place, but in small towns, it'd work fantastically. Perhaps that's why I'm missing it. There's 
there's restaurants and pharmacies and gas stations here that people just have tabs at and they just charge things. And then once a month or so, they go in and pay it off. Seriously. I didn't think yeah. that shit existed anymore. Oh, like, yeah, half the places around here. Well, I learned something today. Maybe this See? just makes sense in, yeah, I guess just small towns. Yeah. It's not and small towns. In, it, it, it's, it's local. It's, it's, it's bringing back local businesses. It's bringing back. It's keeping the government out of our pants. <laughs> yeah, fuck Jeff Bezos and fuck the government. Uh, what are you doing over there, Biden? Go away. See, but you know what? But maybe, but maybe too. Like you could, you could maybe we could move it to digital. Just take away, like. So, so just so, asked you that, and you said no. So what we're talking I about do. here is a debit card that rounds up your change, right? <laughs> but it keeps it at one place. Mm-hmm. But See, why do you like want that. it at one place? Because like because, one day you're in a hurry and you don't want to scan your card, and you're like, hey, got a blast, just. Use use my credit. Who the hell says got a blast? Jimmy Neutron. Neutron. <laughs> t- tell tell me tell me Bezos if you pitch that idea. That, hey Bezos, for every every round everything up to all that money. So now so now that thirty five cents by the, the one million people that left the thirty five cents in his whatever bank account, he can invest that money. But now you have that built up credit. So every time you buy a, you know, the hundred things that you just bought on Amazon, you got thirty five dollars, whatever, in credit. He's taking that thirty five dollars from the million people, reinvesting it, making a shit ton of money. You think that you're like, oh, this oh, is sweet. Shit. I got thirty five free dollars, right? All right, two a things. Bat? What one? Yeah, a bat. Yeah, a bat just flew by. I, I don't I haven't seen a bat in so fucking long. I get them rarely around here, but not. not. They're, they're not common here. Was it big um, or was it a little tiny guy? It was a small, about palm size. Uh, but did um, it talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> did it say Martha? <laughs> I would have gone um, immediately to the old timey uh, Adam West Batman. Um, what, uh, and then also no, 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 think no, no, no. about it. Then the companies also come out on top because think about all the people. Like if someone passes away and had a shit ton of credit, their family's not going to go, "Hey, let me go check their Amazon account." That's a whole process. Actually, no, they definitely do that. I write it into documents all the time. Yeah, for how the clients that you have, how much money do they have? I bequeath to you my (laughs) Starbucks points. Use them well, dude. Seriously. I mean, I, I get that, but Joe Schmo, Hell no. it's not going to be like, oh, hey, by the way, I have $200 in Amazon credit. Well, he's not going to tell his He's not going to tell his brother-in-law, like, hey, by the way, I got $200 in Amazon credits. What nah, if dude. I die? I know one of the richest guys I know, the entire time his kids were growing up, he would buy a Christmas tree on December 24th because they were cheaper. I gotta go. Bye, Jeanette. This is riveting. Can't wait to see how it plays out. Bye, guys. Yeah, right. yeah dude. Motherfucker would just wait to get the cheapest Christmas tree. And, like, he refused to hold stuff in an LLC because of the 800 bucks it cost to set one up, even though it was going to send him, save him, like, tens of thousands in taxes. Motherfuckers are weird. Was that, yeah. was that an earwig? 
Wait, what? Yeah. I hate earwigs. They freak me the fuck out. Yeah, they got the little pinchers on the tail. Don't like those. They are strange. Like- I thought you were talking about a bug. No, he did. He was he just did. showing a bug. Oh. What? I hate that shit. Isn't isn't there a isn't there a President's United States song something about an earwig? That- I don't know. The only one I know about from them is the Peaches song. Let's see if I can find a frog. Oh, frog. Oh, there's one. Oh, a little baby frog. Oh, there's two. Okay, Aaron. Oh, look at Aaron, him go. Aaron. Um, I used yeah. to live in a place that had frogs. If you ever wake up and you like would see like this large pieces of poop, and then you're like, what no. animals doing this? Oh, yeah. Well, see, my area, like, like they were, inside they were big. my house? Not inside your house, outside your house, like outside your garage. Oh, yes, yes, I do see that. Yes, yes right? Yes, yes. Aren't, aren't, it's so <laughs> big, and like it took me a while. I'm like, what animal's doing this? And someone's like, it's a frog. And it was like, a frog is pooping this big? They're like mm-hmm. an inch long, it's like an inch long turd. Yeah. No, it, well, we started off and we just had one big one that was like hanging out by my compost bin. And then I, I suppose the big one gave birth to lots of other ones. So now there's like hundreds of them that just hop around back here. Did you just leave one in your garage? I mean, it's open. What am I going to do? There's like five of them in there, I'm sure. Huh. We're not parking a car in there tonight because Lydia's battery is acting finicky and I don't feel like having to push it out if it doesn't start in the morning to jump it off. You guys just pack it in. Why don't you just get a new battery? It's like a hundred dollars. Well I'm going I'm going to tomorrow, but tonight I was I had to jump it off in my work clothes in the ninety six degree heat and I was ready to get home and have a beer. That's fair. Wait, so so Lou, do you say jump it or jump it off? Because I've never heard jump it off before. It sounds sexual. I say jump did it I off. Say, did I say jump it off? I, I, no, I thought did. I said jump it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you said Lou. Right. Yeah. Well, no, no, because Aaron, that's because what Aaron oh, okay, said. Okay, okay, that was, okay. I was no, yeah, no, you jump it. Yeah, you, the way yours sounds, it sounds like you're manually getting excited. Like there's like a manual lever that you. When you just call it jump pump. it off. No, no, jump it. No, you don't jump it off. Because that sounds like you're take like something's jumping off the battery or a house of pain song. It is. It's called an electric current is jumping off the battery onto the other. But it's battery. really jumping it, in is it, the is battery. It ju- is, is it jumping or is it is it transferring through the metal? Well, cables? if it's just transferring through them, why would you call it jump it in the first place? I don't know. I just I don't I don't understand where the word off comes in here. It just comes tension. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you know. uh, all right, what the fuck were we talking about? This is a great pod. Oh, so I just want to make a declaration. All right. I love British people. What? <laughs> Where oh. did this come from? So I, well, you see, I just sold, I, I just bought some new golf clubs. So I put my old ones on Facebook. This is going to be and racist. Why is it racist? Because it's just going to be about one British person, and you're just going to decide you like all British people. But anyway, carry on. Why does that make me racist? That would just, be the opposite of racist. I just like pointing out. I just like arbitrarily calling you racist sometimes. It makes me giggle. Is, is it racist to not like a country? Nationalist? Well, I don't like France. Yeah, that's like, nationalist. I mean, yeah, so you can't be a racist against... I mean, you can't be a racist against a country. You can be a racist against a group of people. I guess that's fair. Anyway, I mean, carry also, on. <laughs> This ethnicity. Anyway, so I had um, 
like some irons on there, and then I had two pretty old fairway woods. What brand? And the woods. Uh, Both. One of them was an Adams uh, um, Super Speed line, and the other one was yeah. a Nike Sasquatch or something. What were um, the irons? I, it was a grab bag of shit. I had like an M2 and a XROS and a Diablo and a Super Burner. It is all over the place. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I didn't, I didn't, that's the reason I bought new clubs was because I kept, like, when mine would break, because I had an older set and when it would break, I'd just buy one to replace it. Um, You're breaking clubs. How are you breaking clubs? Well, because I had um, the Callaway Hawkeyes. Okay. They're 25 years old with a graphite shaft. Oh, the graphite. That'll do it. And it was just sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like just bad form. And I had to play graphite last weekend. Like, are you just like. Just hitting it too short? No, they don't break whenever. They don't even break when I'm like. It's not like I'm I'm like getting too much ground on it or anything it's literally when i hit it clean it would just decide it was done a 25 year old graphite probably wasn't that wonderful i mean look i mean my me my dad like we have like i mean tom watson golf clubs that are still irons are still working (laughs) anyway and then i had a m1 driver and this guy messaged me and said i want would you do a deal for two of the two fairway woods and the driver? And I was like, yes. So he paid me. We ended up doing $75 plus he works for the athletic department. So I got six brand new Nike polos, a brand new pair of shoes, a brand new hat and a brand new hoodie plus the $75 for those three old ass clubs. That's a fucking a happy deal. Man. That's yes, a steal. They all got him in trouble. Yeah. No, I mean they give it to him. They're his. Okay. What, t- what type of uh, what type of Nike? What's what's the Apollo? I was googling just, it. The um, I have actually a stock number because I looked it up. <laughs> give me the yeah. Give me the number. I'll see if I can find it. See. Uh, uh, Four four seven zero, but they're Ole Miss, like they're the licensed oh. Ole Miss ones. I was gonna say because I no no because because of like my business, like I get wholesale on everything, so like I haven't bought like you know everything that I buy like T-shirts and stuff was like three dollars. Oh, where yeah yeah no yeah like I can get like uh, an Adidas polo for like twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the tags on these, all the polos said uh, like 50 bucks, and the hoodie was like 70 bucks. Works, works for the, you, man. The shoes, I don't really know what how much the shoes cost, but I mean, they're Nike. Look, so. well, I, I mean, anyway. I can get like, I, I can get a Nike Legend t shirt for $19. <laughs> you guys are going to be paying $45 for that. But There's, at there... the end of the day, I got more the, the the value of the apparel costs more than I spent on the damn new clubs I bought. That's pretty. Why sick. You, uh, yeah, send them my way. I'll, I'll embroider something for you, Aaron. I'll say. Uh, uh, well, I don't need them embroidered. They're already licensed. I mean, they're already. Yeah, but they're not custom. It can say Aaron <laughs> Sushi Ball. 
That, it, is there anything just kidding, better? I, I'm just kidding. I don't want to do that. <laughs> is there anything better than getting the wholesale prices on shit? Like, well, I've made this mistake twice, I guess. I like two of my my first two jobs were like, you know, you you don't really want to necessarily work someplace where you want everything. And my first two jobs were at a fishing tackle store at a pot shop. <laughs> so, you know, there wasn't really great wholesale prices on the pot, but the, uh, well, you got a decent discount, but the fishing tackle store, man, you go buy a rod and reel, decent offshore rod and reel for, you know, like say like 20, 30, you know, 30, 40 pound weight, something like that. You're looking at eight, 900 bucks easy for a rod and reel. And you just go in there and get it for $300. The fucking best. God damn it. I love that shit. I miss it so much. Did Lou just raise? Great. Uh, also, you, you both, are, you both are, are, are golf people. Let me ask a question. Sure. So I had an old iron in my bag that my, my granddad works at a golf course and whenever somebody leaves a club if they don't claim it after x number of days he takes he can take it home and i get them 90 percent of the time and he gave me one that had like the you know like when something's a used to be a demo club they put the demo sticker on it uh-huh. mm-hmm. and like if you try to resell it it always asks you is this, this have a demo sticker on it is it is it bad of me is uh, while I'm reselling it if I have removed the demo sticker and scrubbed no. it of all demo stickers? Okay, thank you. <laughs> I wanted validation. Look, I mean, is I it mean, good? Not, it's not perfect, but I mean, what's the difference between a demo stick and something that you've used? A demo stick that's been used 200 games and you played 200 exactly. games with it. Yeah. I thought exactly. And I never even used it once I got it because I don't like Nike Club. I'm a pink man. I'm a cat. I'm I've I've ridded my possessions of all non Callaway clubs. I'm a tailor man. I got I got tailor made irons. Actually I have tailor made ones do you have? Um I'm trying to remember it was like the ones like the ones that came out with like that RBZ like oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The rocket balls. Yeah, <laughs> the ones that match. I have the driver too. It's stupid, but I. Do like you have the it. green ones. The the like white and green driver. Yeah. Yeah, not the green green oh, one. Like... The white one. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. Got green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, and then but I'm strictly Cleveland in the short range, short game. I have. Mm, I, I I'm a be. I'm a total whore, dude. I, I like I'll go to Roger Dunn or something like that. And they have like the used Cleveland bin. And I just can't help myself every time I walk in. I just, I know I'm leaving with one. And so I have like, I think I have six wedges in my bag right now or something absurd like that. And I was just like, ah, I don't need any of these, but whatever. Guys, I got, I got, I got another great idea. Oh God. I think All you right. guys will like this. I think Lauer After Hours start a golf podcast. Yes. Oh God. Like, that would mean we'd have to like actually pay attention to what was going on. No, 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 no. We just talk about golf, like what we golf oh. golf clubs, like what basically Jeff. We've been doing what we've been doing for the last ten minutes, where we like Aaron talks about his golf clubs and the the clubs, right? And I, 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 
you know what? I can I can talk about like, hey, I've been watching a lot of TikTok videos, and I've realized that my grip has been all messed up. It's been too. It's not been strong enough, and that's why I've been slicing it. So the other day, right? So I set up. I get. I get. I, I set up. I do my normal. I do a normal stance. I'm like, oh. Well, I need to make my wrist a little stronger so I rotate it to the right, right? And so I do a little thing. I'm like, oh, I'm now flush on my driver. And so I, you know, I've been practicing. I'm like, I know the next time I go to the drain, uh, driving range, I'm not going to be slicing it. And that's thanks to TikTok. And it's my grip. It's it all my grip. That's why I was slicing it. This was uh, my grip was throwing everything off. Have y'all seen the videos of those dudes that hit those finger shots? That like they shots. start, yeah, they start off like the like low, and then 50, they just take the fuck 50 off. Fifty or sixty yards are the like waist high, yeah, and then they go straight up in the air. Yeah, you like it, it happens insane. on a lot of like with a, like a lot of just like the general long drivers do it too. Yeah, but it, it's, it, it's, it's so strange. It just like it just can't get the elevation until it slows down a little bit, and then it like catches yeah. some sort of grip in the air. It's, yeah, the swing speed is so hard that it stays like waist level, and then just. What are the guys that played? Go ahead. They got terrible, terrible short games. Oh, yeah, yes. One of my That's buddies good. I played with last weekend can do that. He just absolutely smashes it. But anything off other than off the drive, like anything off other than off the tee box, useless. Just crap. I played. I played with a buddy a couple weeks ago. He was a. He played defensive tackle here and he was like actually really good and he's a massive man and off the tee box holy shit it was like i would stand off the back of the tee box area and i could feel like the gust off of his damn driver but then after that <laughs> yeah divot, I just, divot, just what, oof, one of the guys calling it one of the guys I grew up playing with, he's now about 6'9". And it's the same thing. Like, he barely has to swing. It, it's just like he's got so much damn, like, length and body to put into it. He's not super heavy, but he's just so fucking tall and so long that that he just barely swings and the motherfucker go 350, 400 yards. Yeah, it's that's so how, frustrating. When I, when I used to play with my buddies that were pitchers, they're, like, six seven plus yeah they just looks like an eight they look like they're just easy swinging and my god the ball never comes back i have to pee up there so aaron you know what i was thinking would be actually great for this episode it's just to think of all the things that would annoy phlegm in a podcast so I think we're doing really well. We're doing fantastically. So we're so far. well. Like, so I'm, I'm, I, I'm just waiting that if he actually listens to this episode and then he realizes that we're talking about golf for the last 20 minutes that he probably doesn't play, he's pro- probably because he's not good at. And I bet, you know, he can't hit the ball. He doesn't have the coordination to hit the ball. Well, and he's so, so short, he can't get any torque or anything like that. I mean, that's that's okay because I mean, I you know, I I mean, I'm short, but I, I got a couple inches on Flem. Either I'm way, say you're not that short. Yeah. So um, I'm just like thinking of all the other fun things I could just matter him like listening to this. Like, God damn it! Mm. Like, what what is like this is like Aaron? Like, I fucking hate Aaron. Like like Lou. Let, fuck up. We could also talk about like. Uh, 
we could debate rappers, but purposely debate rappers that he knows are not good, but talk about how good they are. I think that would annoy him greatly. We I could mean, talk about all the good songs that have been submitted to the show besides his. I mean, we can we we just can we just I mean, let's just clear the air that the uh, Andrew Streeter's witty song will go down in history as the greatest Lebetard show song in history. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I mean, nothing, nothing's going to compare to that. I mean, he, he Streeter nailed it. Streeter probably has the top 10 all to himself. I mean, honestly. And then, I I mean, mean, what's his name? What's his name? No, the guy from Connecticut. What's his name? Steve. Oh, Steve. He's got stupid a song. Steve. Uh, stupid Steve did uh, a Blur song. Yeah. Um, I, I refrain from calling him Stupid Steve because me and Stupid Steve bonded over a Limp Biscuit concert that in a Connecticut casino <laughs> over one night that I randomly bought a ticket to and flew to like the day of. Uh, so um, <laughs> me and Stupid Steve have a, a casino sounds really sad i'm not gonna lie it was it I, honestly it was pretty it was weird it was really big it was also really weird because like so many like lip biscuit fans were like walking around in this like casino area um so it was it was it was it was a uh it was a very weird mix of I just, people i picture connecticut casino is like looking similar to like a small town convention center with just slot machines um it, it, a little bit bigger but like if you put the slot machine like so I, I haven't been to a lot of casinos and like me and steve me and stupid steve we're not really big gamblers like the whole time like basically we just went there to drink and we were drinking so like we the, the story is like so we get to the bar and we order we order like two middle light or bud lights whatever he drinks i think he drinks Whatever. I, he, he, he does Bud Lights. So we're two Bud Lights. And then, like, the bartender is like, are you guys, are you are you gambling? Because, like, you know, every place has a place to gamble. And me and Steve are just like, like, no, like, we, no, no, we're not. And he's like, okay, well, it's, you know, $14 for the two beers. <laughs> and the yeah. woman next to us, she's like, um, if you gamble, it's free. The alcohol is free. <laughs> Yeah, and so 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 right there for the beginning, me and Stupid Steve show that like we do not go to <laughs> casinos a lot and we don't gamble a lot. So me and Stupid Steve, so we we at we have a couple of drinks there, and uh, the bartender even acknowledged to us is like, yeah, like you get free drinks, but like you're still saving money because in the end you're gonna probably lose a hundred, <laughs> two hundred dollars gambling while you're you know you get you know. Ten dollars worth of free beer that we, you know, we cost. But we're there after a few drinks. And I was like, Steve, like, we gotta gamble. We gotta, stupid Steve, we gotta gamble. And I'm like, and it was like, okay, all right. So we went to uh, FanDuel has like a big. That that was the one thing that was kind of cool. FanDuel like had like its own little like shop area, so it had all these TVs. And so we went and placed like some money on the uh, Miami Boston money line game. We did that, and I'm like, okay, well, let's go, let's go, let's go gamble some money. I'm like, well, he doesn't want to play blackjack, something so like, so we 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 settle on roulette. So it's like, okay, cool. 
here's what let like you so we go down it's like well what are we gonna do it's like it's just, you know whatever we here's thirty dollars we both put down like thirty dollars thirty dollars on black green pops up well uh, and we both looked at each other like well i'm done gambling for the night and then we walked off and so yeah, the, that was <laughs> me and steve was steve's uh night and then then we go to finally like we go to the limb biscuit concert it was like a really weird mix because like there was a lot of people that were like kind of the people that you would kind of expect at Olympus concert but then like the people in front of us I swear to god they were like 65 super uh, old and, I, and I then was, they, I was going to say like, man like of course there's a really weird mix it's a fucking limp biscuit concert i know but i did not know in connecticut i know our massachusetts <laughs> where is he from where is no he's in connecticut connecticut anyway yeah. anyway so but like the weird thing was i mean i didn't expect like old like oh i mean this guy was like gray hair old an old man and then somehow reason uh fred durst started talking about marijuana and then the people in front of us just he, he just pulled out a doobie and just started smoking a doobie in the middle of the arena i mean and i was like oh that's that's cool i mean at this point a lot of people that were into limp biscuit are old <laughs> yeah I but mean- they're not 65 they're they're 40 no, I mean they could be no. fifty. Je- no, Jeff, they're our age. But yeah, yeah. Jeff uh, is forty. <laughs> dude, speaking of like this, so this is like the longest my hair's been, I think, since you guys have known me. And you can't see it that well on the Zoom, but I'm a good like fifty percent gray. Like, it, I swear to God, the other day my mom told me to buy some just for men. And I'm just like, oh my fucking god, what's become of my life? Now it's the the distinguished, right? It's weird. I most most of my grays in my beard, like just in this one one strip right here. Nowhere, I have a couple gray hairs everywhere. Though, you know what? Okay, actually, I got a new lopper because we're all men on here. Worst place to find a gray hair: your beard, your hair, your nipple. Or your other region. Oh man, gray hair on balls would be pretty bad. No, I, I think gray hair on your head because you can't hide that unless you just shave your head. If you were one that wanted to hide it. Yeah, I started going gray when I was eighteen. It's just like really accelerated. I think it comes down to your your view on gray hair. Like if you didn't want to have gray hair on your head, would be the worst. If it's on your face, you can shave. If it's on your body, you can just wear clothes. But if it's I'm on your head, shave, you're too awkward. But I, I'm not going to go clean shaved either. But nonetheless, for me, it was my nipple hair. That was the one that was like <laughs> really hit you hard. Yeah, because like I mean, I'm not I'm not generally looking down at my nether regions enough to where I notice it. It was That's like fair. I had right, and that was the one where I was like, oof. <laughs> you know, I oof. think I've had one. I think I've had a gray nipple hair. I'm right? not 100 percent sure I'm on not. this, but I think I have. Yeah, but you're quite a bit younger than us, though. I am. I'm kind of, well, I'm not in the middle, but more. I think I'm going to turn 40 next. No, I'm almost turning 40. Yeah, I just turned 34, so. When my facial hair, when I actually grow my facial hair out, right around the chin region, it gets a a, a tinge. Red? Dude, I was just going to bring, when you started talking, I was wondering if you were going to say this. Because I, it happens to me, it happens to one of my buddies also. When it gets a certain length, my brown facial hair turns red. 
It's really fucking yeah. strange. No, I, 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 I said, said the same I, I thing saw too. something that said a, like a high percentage of men, like with brown hair, like a Have some high sort of percentage recessors when their recessors. facial hair gets a certain length. Yeah, it gets red. Weird. Wonder why yeah, that is. Then, you're, then you turn 35 and it turns gray. That's what happens. All that red hair turns gray. Yeah. Well, it's all well, good. It, 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 the, my plan is like the, the grayer I get, the the tanner I'm going to try to stay <laughs> and just like really have like a really like vibrant difference between, you know, kind of like a, a fat Anderson Cooper sort of thing. I got the blue eyes going. My teeth are a little straighter. Um, mm. But yeah, that's what, or, or like George Hamilton, you're kind of in between those two. That's what I'm going to shoot for. Is. Yeah, that's an old ass reference. You know, like the super tan. Wasn't that George Hamilton? Super tan dude who always wore like the the white no, like admiral's okay, hat. I, no, I know the name. I just can't. I can't. He's famous for it. I don't even remember. Here, I'm Googling it. I mean, you could just do the spray tan with the, the uh, fake hair on top of your head. Like okay. a certain. This guy is George Hamilton. Oh, God. Jeff, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Not George Hamilton. He was a producer. He was born in Memphis in 1939. Shut up. Salute. Uh, huh. Oh, so I don't like... I, now we're just googling old white men as 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 our podcast he, content. He, he he was in Zorro, Love at First Bite. He was in Godfather Part Three. Oh. Wait, which Zorro was it? The was it the Catherine Zeta Zone? No, no, Catherine no. Zeta like, Jones Zorro, the old old one. Do you guys do you guys remember the one thing where like the horse got the erection during that one scene with Catherine Zeta Jones? No, I don't. Maybe that you guys don't know. There, so there's like a scene where she's like um, petting the horse in when she's in the thing, and like clearly the horse just gets an erection. I know the scene you're talking about, but I didn't know there was just a raging boner in the background. Uh, no, he was in the 1981 Zorro, and I uh, bet you I've seen this because those like those those old movies, those old old uh man, old Disney movies. I know all about. So good at all those dude old Disney movies. I I know about like five or six movies and that's it i'm like totally useless outside of that and they're like and they're what you guys would think of as like really bad movies probably like wait man like old movies or like just like you only know five movies in general no like like there's like five or six movies that i've seen like a bunch of times and then i've seen very few outside of that <laughs> it's like uh blue streak um coming to america uh the fifth element Nope. Multi-pass. Um, Demolition Man. Uh, let's see. What else is in there? Really? You've never seen never, any of these? Never seen any of those, no. Wait, are yeah. you serious? I don't like movies. Yeah, that's what you my point is. Well, like, I don't on, really love on, movies, on, so on. I only like a few. How do you not like movies? Like, I, what does that mean? It, it's such a the, long I, commitment. The, I, yeah, the idea of me thinking to myself, I'm going to sit down and commit to this long movie that I know okay. once I sit down, I'm going to feel obligated to watch till the very end. Then my mind starts rushing. Like, well, what yep. if I want to do this halfway through? Or what if I need to do this halfway through? Okay. Okay. 
caveat though is that i'm totally willing to watch like eight hours in a row of like 45 minute shows oh like, every I'll, day yeah yeah i'll just finish sure. the shit no, no 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 but see i i look i can understand that if you were raised in the last like 10 years but like i okay me aaron's he's he's on the cuffs but like jeff like like that's all we could do is watch movies like we played a lot of video kinda, like, games or our video games yeah but if you're not watching video games you're gonna like i mean like you weren't kind of like hey let's just turn on netflix and watch see what's like popped up or like what's on hulu like i mean i know so many movies like i have so many like you know i'm the from the generation like we went to the fucking library and rented vhs's yeah i did that too when i was really little but i like just rented sword in the stone a thousand times Dude, every, I, I, I feel I, like I, every kid has that where, like, they have at least one movie where, like, looking back later in life, like, why did I watch that 146 times? That I mean, one, The Storm then, sounds a good movie. And then also, whenever I would be sick and I'd have to go with my mom to work. Price is right. The, the one VHS they had was The Black Cauldron, the D, uh, Disney movie, The Black Cauldron. And I've watched that probably a million times, too. Never seen it. It's terrible. Never, yeah, never seen it. I, I, so the movies that I've watched a gazillion times on VHS was like all the Indiana Jones, all the Star Wars, and Tron. Like those were like the seven movies that I would like rent on a regular basis, and I can you know quote them almost verbatim. I don't think I've ever seen an Indiana Jones all the way through. Are you shitting me? Okay. I've watched all the Indiana Jones. Wait, I'm trying to even the last one that was really shitty where the aliens came out. Yeah, no ticket guy over here. I'm trying to I'm trying to finish my list because it's bothering me. All right, fifth element. I've also watched Napoleon Dynamite no less than 75 times. I haven't seen that while I've been wanting to because that that was like that that was a movie that like me and my wife kind of like went on a, our first unofficial date to was to go see that movie, <laughs> that movie in the theater. I was how in, like, long ago did that? When that I was gonna out. say how long ago was that? It was two thousand four, two thousand five, right? Shit, right that long there. ago. Oh, I got a story. So I got a story relating to Napoleon Dynamite. So uh, when I lived in Roanoke, a small town in Virginia, um, I worked at a coffee shop. And for whatever reason, I decided to just shave everything off and have <laughs> my, mus- my mustache, right? And it was right around, like, it just it just happened to coincide with Napoleon Dynamite and the whole thing with, like, uh, you know. Like, Pedro. Yeah, the sweet mustache. Like, how long does it take you to grow your mustache? And for some reason, this reporter for, like, the local newspaper wanted to do a story on me and my mustache, right? <laughs> And so, are there, are there nine um, people in Roanoke or what? I I don't know. It was like it, it didn't make sense. Like, I don't know why. I I honestly don't know why this person. Like I was just like a twenty year old working at a coffee shop, and she was like, "Hey, can I interview you about your mustache?" So like, no lie. Like I there there, uh, I I didn't keep it, but like there's like you know you have like the front page, and there was like the extra section. The extra session was like my mustache. Like I went down to the news station and I had a photo shoot and they took pictures of my mustache. But like the, the, the reporter, all the questions she asked me were like, just like, there was no follow-up. And it was like, 
like it was like you know what do the ladies think of your mustache and i was like uh ask them i don't know my girlfriend likes doesn't like it and it was like like how long does it take and then she asked me all these questions i was just like yeah like no but so out there someone i I know someone in my old band like she has a picture a laminate picture it's just it's like this it's just like this just my mustache that's all it is that's pretty fucking funny that is funny the only time i've ever been on the news was when i was traveling on thanksgiving and the houston news local news asked me how traveling flying on thanksgiving was <laughs> and you said i like turtles <laughs> i don't know it's pretty busy i guess that's still, yeah, I think, my favorite internet video ever. I still bust it out regularly. I don't know why, but I like turtles. Is always stuck with me. I do, yeah. I like that one, and then the kid that's like, and apparently, you're like seen that one. No, but the I only know like kids. I know as many internet videos as I do movies. So oh, I can person. say all about internet. I love it. See, like I, I, I so like, I'm in that like, Jeff. I'm sure we're in that age where we like, you know, like we didn't realize what MySpace, YouTube, and Facebook was when we were experiencing it. Like, we didn't understand what it was. So, like, I I missed out. Like, I just, like, did not care about YouTube when all this stuff was, like, blowing up and, like, the whole, like, chipmunk and the whole, like, chocolate rain. Like, I, like, I didn't know about, I didn't know about that stuff because I just wasn't on YouTube searching. I, I just didn't know about it. Dude, I, I didn't have, I never had a MySpace. I didn't have a Facebook until I graduated high school. Um, not because, like, I was told not to or anything. I'm just like, I got other shit to do. So I just, like, yeah. never bothered. Well, and, like, I, I mean, yeah. I'm a little bit older for you. Like, so, like, yeah. I was, like, an adult-ish. So, like, I was in, I think I was, you know, I mean, I was, like, 20 when MySpace came out. Yeah. Right? And so all this stuff. And so, like, I... I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know. I. I didn't. I didn't understand the like the power of it too. Because like I. I go back and think about like when I was in a band, like you know we were on like MySpace and things, and like you think about that now, like oh, if I would understand that like we could have pumped out so much content for our band videos, things, all this stuff, and just flooded YouTube with it, where like something could have potentially hit but like we didn't know and we just thought it was like oh this is like oh yeah ha, ha, annie sandberg does something funny on youtube or, or myspace this is like oh we have to have a myspace page because you know some random top friends yeah nobody, someone... nobody knew what the fuck was the power of it was though man uh, and that's gary v gary gary v did oh i thought you said gary ah, v it was power. like uh, gary v is the long time uh like trainer for the Lakers who just retired. I was very confused for a second. No, I, I knew the power of it. I made sure that all my friends knew how I yeah, felt but, about them at that moment by if I moved it, them out of my top friends list. Yeah, <laughs> but Aaron, how how old are you? How old am I now? I just turned 27. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm 10, 11, nine, 12 years older than you. So, like, when you were, right? So, like, when I was, like, 22, it just, like, you you weren't, you didn't know what the internet was and you didn't know what Facebook was. Hold on. So if I was 22, I'm 12 years old. I was 10. So he was 10. So you would have known what the internet was. Mm. 2005. That's so weird to think about. 
Yeah, I remember when the first kid in my kindergarten class was like the first one in the school to have internet at his house. It was fucking weird. It was yeah, I remember weird. not having internet. Yeah, well, fuck you. I mean, yeah, I do. Honestly, I mean, I'm sure there was. I'm sure when I was born, we didn't have internet or anything, but I didn't have like an actual rec- understanding that we didn't have it. I guess. I mean, yeah. even as an even as an adult, like I still had like. I forget whatever. Like I, I there was still like we had to get a fucking CD and download it <laughs> onto your computer to get internet access. Oh, I got one for you. My freshman year at USC. Um, so I didn't know the difference between, like, I didn't know what seating was in LimeWire at the time, and I didn't have seating turned off, and um, fucking somebody subpoenaed my ip address the school tried to subpoena my ip address and it was what was that group called that was suing everybody it was like the record this is the riaa or something like that recording industry association of america yeah. or something like that and it was literally a group of lawyers where all these artists had signed over their rights to sue to these people just so they'd sue the shit out of people and get them to stop <laughs> downloading crap like yeah. the artists weren't even collecting and so they tried to, and USC tried to tell them to fuck off, and they came back with a subpoena um, for my IP address, and tried to hit me with forty five hundred bucks for downloading the song "Icky Thump." <laughs> One fucking song is all they got me for, and they. I think we ended up settling for like twenty three hundred dollars or something like that. Wait, so hold on, hold on. You had to pay money. Mm-hmm. Man, like they, they, they wouldn't settle it. They wouldn't settle it. They they kept saying no, no, we're just gonna take them to court. I'm, I'm curious like, if that's because uh, you went to like a, a bigger school because like like I downloaded a shit ton of illegal shit, but but like also like I'm in that like I I'm in that era of like Napster just like naps like you know like Napster came out when I was a senior in high school, right? And so then it was like Kazam. LimeWire and all that stuff when I was in college, so I could just download. Yeah. But like I wasn't downloading like I was downloading like uh, MXPX and like taking back Sunday. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. I had I downloaded a fuck like thousands of songs from my parents' house, and then as soon as I went to the big school where they assumed that all the kids were downloading shit, it got yeah. hit. Um, I downloaded full ass movies off Frostwire. So, yeah, what the fuck is Frostwire? <laughs> I the only thing i ever use right no it's it's, it's like limewire like they just change it so it's now limewire becomes frostwire it's just like every time like limewire gets shot da- shut down it becomes a, a different entity that's the same fucking thing it's just a different a i had URL. the shittiest i had the shittiest pirated version of stepbrothers on my ipod do you guys remember the pirates bay no oh no it was this um it was, I believe they're Swedish, the Swedish site where you could pretty much get any illegal shit or like, all right. So what my buddy like and I, Silk Road? Uh, not, not like that sort of legal shit, more like digital oh. illegal shit. Um, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't, not that but, I know what Silk Road is. I was just saying. No, yeah. You're speculating, of course. Yeah. Uh, but dude, like, I want to say this is the fifth or sixth grade. God, we were dipshits. 
So my buddy and I get this Trojan horse program off of off of Pirates Bay, I believe. Um, and we figured out that if we got an IP address from a different computer, we could just fuck with them like crazy, like open the disk tray and close it, open and close it, and make the screen go black and type whatever we wanted across it. You were a hacker? Stuff. Yeah, we got in some trouble. Um, but we were just fucking so. with people. We were just fucking with people. Like my buddy's sister who's like sitting 12 feet from us. We're like messing with her computer while she's using it and shit like that. Well, one of the buddies decided to use it um, with one of the elementary school computers. And that went really poorly. And then also, apparently, it was seeding actively the whole time we were using it. We didn't know anything about this. So it was just like sending out bugs across like the, like at the time it was like coax, like not coax, but like whatever the fuck. Actual access. No, no, yeah. What was the whatever the version of internet we called at the time was? So it was like seeding across like the Cox network, and <laughs> my buddy's his whole internet got shut down at his house, and his parents got like a big fine. And yeah, uh, we were dipshits, but it was you know going through that shit when you're in like fifth or sixth grade. It's why. Like we, we're the generation of having to figure out computers, and that's why we're quasi competent at it. I asked my little brother to do something, and he's just like, eh. <laughs> I can do like, a lot of stuff with computers. The amount of times an attorney where I'm working asked me how to do something very simple, it's almost like going to my grandparents' house and they're like, Hey, our TV won't work, and I'll plug yeah. it in, and they'll be like, How do you do that? That's that's <laughs> that's almost all attorneys, though. My- my mom stayed here when I was out of town and I left her a monitor on the desk with an HDMI cable and I even have a power cable for a laptop because I have the same laptop. All she had to do was put the HDMI cable into her computer. And I come back like a few days later and she's brought a monitor from her house and put it in front of the other monitor and is using that. It's just like, yours didn't work. And I'm like, what do you mean it didn't work? She's like, there was a cable missing or something. I'm like, did you turn it on? She's like, what? And I, your computer is still attached. I just hit it one button and it's working. I'm just like, Jesus <laughs> fucking. Yeah, no, I, I'll never forget. When I was like in like third grade, I was at my grandparents' house and one of their TVs was like fuzzy. And I just, they were like, we just can't figure it out. And I literally went around the back of the TV. I'm a third grader and just like, tightened up the cape you know the cable cable. yeah just a tiny bit like maybe like the slightest bit and it cleared up and i swear they thought i was like houdini Uh i had so if you guys don't remember you guys were i i had a i I had a rich friend and they had one of those like old school like like giant tvs like 60 inch tvs but like it was like you know, three weigh feet. like five hundred pounds. Yeah, 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 it was like three. It was three feet deep type type thing, and I still today I don't know quite how we figured this out, but like to get the TV to come on, like we had to hit this really like like it was like on this remote, we had to hit like a lower right button. It was like just like M six, and then like we had to hit nine on the keypad at the exact same time. And so we would do that. And that was the only way it could get on. And for some reason, 
no one else remembered how to do this except for me. So like every time I'd go to my friend's house, we couldn't get the TV to come on. So I would have to hit this random sequence of buttons to get it to go to like the input. It was really, it was, I mean, I still, I, I still don't understand why we had to do this, like to get whatever. And then like, we you know we had, uh, Aaron, do you guys, you guys remember Laserdisc? That was before my time, man. Yeah. No, I don't my know what friend, is. I know what it is, but. Yeah. So we had like, my friend's parents had a fucking Laserdisc. It's like a, you know, it's like a record, but it's a fucking CD. I still think actually, I don't remember watching Star Wars on it. It was good. Good stuff. You need to bring back, bring back the twelve-inch laser disc. So your so your contributions on this pod have like been like, let's uh let's have locals count our change for us. No, and bring back laser discs. No, not count our change. Just keep a tab. Yeah, add up. They have to count it, don't they? Oh, I'm sorry. Is that hard? It's what sixty-five cents was thirty-five cents, Jeff. It's one dollar. My bad. Um, I didn't realize until like when I was in college. You know, like so when the big the big screens first came out, there those massive mammoth like tanks, and then the yeah. flat screen came out, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, these are so like light and shit." And then when I was in college, I bought like a really old flat, like the first generation of flat screen that came out, but it was massive. And I just me and a buddy moved it into my house. But then when I was moving out, I was by myself, and I was like, oh, it's a flat screen. I can reach both sides of it. I can move it. And I picked it up, and it was the heaviest fucking thing in the world. I got out to my my truck, and I hadn't opened the door. But I knew if I set it all the way on the ground, I wasn't getting it back up to put it in the truck. So I literally (laughs) stood there for like five minutes holding it. Until someone walked by that would open up my car door for me. Because if I knew if I put it down, it was never coming back up. Dude, so to this day, right, so I, I, when I first moved into my freshman dorm, I had some money from like graduation gifts and shit like that. I bought myself a 42-inch plasma. And at the time, it was the shit. It's still to this day the side screen in my living room. For like, I've gone through so many other TVs, and this thing is just a fucking tank. It won't die. It's not fantastic. Is it a, is it a Panasonic? Yes. Yep. And it just it will not die. The mother, but it weighs at least 164 tons. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. so fucking heavy. But then the first flat screens, like the first like super lightweight flat screens that came out. If anything touched the screen, they were like, for instance, I had like when I in my house in college in my room, I just had like a 32 inch, like super, super lightweight flat screen. And I literally walked into my room and I like tried to shoot like, a you know, like when you put socks together, they make that little ball. I tried to shoot it into my clothes hamper, but it hit the ceiling fan and the ceiling fan knocked the socks into my TV screen and the TV screen was broken forever. (laughs) Well, hey, my phone's about to die, so I'm going to have to get off. All right, we'll wrap this thing up here. Last thought, Lou? Um, Yeah, uh, fuck Frank. (laughs) 
Yeah, fuck them. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us on Laugh at the Club tonight. It was me and Lou and Aaron and Jeanette was here for a bit from UCLA and good times. So, all right. Mm -hmm. Bye, everybody. Bye.